Hey, beautiful. Welcome to the Pineapple Principle Podcast. I'm Sherry Steele, your host, and I'm excited you're joining us. I want to help mentor you to be all Christ has created you to be. Standing firm, suited up in your armor, owning your identity in Christ, or as I say, owning your crown and loving like Jesus. If what you hear encourages, uplifts, and makes you want to dig deeper into your relationship with Jesus, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen and follow us for more encouragement on Instagram at Pineapple Principle. Now for today's show. Hey, Pineapple Principle community, we are so excited that you are with us. I know that there's probably a lot going on. We are in just the countdown to the holidays and to Christmas is just uh, a few days away, but we are so excited that you are with us and that you have been with us um, on this Advent journey and digging deeper into the word and um, to the true meaning behind this holiday season and what Advent is all about. And I'm excited because I have had my new friend, uh, Laura from Light Speaks Lattice with us. Um, I am so excited that God um, dumped her on my path and uh, put her um, on my path and um, let me pick up, let me pick up a new friend along the way as um this uh, ministry because I love that she just loves pouring into um, girls just like uh, you, like I do. And that means a lot to me. Um, So anyways, Laura, kick us off for our last week of Advent on the subject of love. Yeah. So love, what a beautiful and complicated and um, diverse topic, right? There's a lot of different talk about love. Usually we hear about it in February around Valentine's Day, but thinking about the incredible love that God has for us and that we um, can have for him and for others and for ourselves, I just think ah, there's so much we can dive into. But one thing that has always stuck out to me, Sherry, is this concept of hesed or God's loving kindness. And we see it woven throughout the entire Bible. Um, We see it from the beginning of scripture to the end. I know a lot of times folks will say like, um, if they're maybe like, you know, looking in from the outside um, of Christianity, they might say, oh, well, the God of the Old Testament can't be the God of the New Testament, right? The God of the Old Testament's angry, but the New Testament, he's loving. But actually, if we look really close, we see God's loving kindness throughout the entire story. Um, I actually have one of our pastors at my church who says, if you read the Bible and don't see love on every page, you're not reading it right. Amen. Mm, I like that. That's good. I really, I like that. Yeah. I always say the Bible from beginning to end is one big love story. It is a Mm -hmm. love story of how God loves us. And he is our father who cares for us and is crazy about us and wants good things for us. Um, yeah, I, um, yeah, the Bible's a love story, basically. A love story, man. So, so important to think about. And I had actually just learned this myself, Sherry, the other day. Um, I was listening to a different podcast by this man named Marty Solomon. He was talking about how in Genesis, right? So we're, we're thinking back to the beginning of this story, of this love story, as you said. So back in Genesis 15, um, so this is where we see that God makes his covenant with Abraham. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 
I, I don't know about you, but I'm not super well versed in Jewish culture and laws, like, or even going back further, right back into um, that time and trying to understand God's people. But with Abraham specifically, he talks about how in Genesis 15, they're making what's called a blood path covenant. Um, and this is pretty typical at the time of what you would do when you're entering a marriage. And I just think it's interesting to think about it, right? Like even this concept, like you were saying, a love story. Okay, well, let's think about God is entering this covenant with Abraham. Um, and by covenant, right, we mean, you know, deep-seated agreement. It's just being able to put kind of um, putting a, a little more formalized promise, I guess you could say. And our uh, world view of uh, a contract. Yes. Yep. That's a good way to look at it too. Yep. So a little, it's like, uh, you know, making a little more official. Um, and so anyways, they go through this blood path covenant, like we said, typical of marriage. Um, but we see that instead of both parties, right? Like both sides of a contract or both people in an agreement usually come together and agree. Um, Abraham, you know, he's got something going on. He maybe doesn't really quite know what he's agreeing to here. And so God actually fulfills both sides of the covenant. God is the one walking through. This is going to get a little graphic, y'all. But um, in those times, there were covenants that were set by um, essentially having animals as sacrifices. And so they were, you know, cut and then there would be a little path of blood that kind of runs down the middle. And um, the folks who were entering into that covenant or agreement would walk through the middle. And we see that instead of Abraham walking through the middle and God walking through the middle, right? Because those are the two parties coming together. We see that God actually walks through it twice. And it's super interesting to me to think about that as God is both agreeing to come into covenant with, with humans and also saying, even if you can't uh, fulfill it, you can't hold up your end of the bargain. Like I'm still in this. Mm -hmm. And, um, and just looking at like Marty from this podcast says, you know, God says, even when you screw up, I'll pay the price and I'll pay the bill and I'll love you anyway. Amen. Yes. Yes. That, that's so true. I love that you did that. I'm actually, um, you know, wanting to dig deeper. So I'm taking some like, uh, I'm in this program called Simple Seminary with uh, Whitney Caps and uh, getting ready to dig deeper into studying the covenants. And, but, um, have been studying and talking um, at church to also on this same covenant recently. And it's um, funny because, you know, contracts, they can be broken. Uh, yep. You know, you got some good lawyers out there that can figure out how to break a contract, but this covenant with God, just like you said, you know, he's in it for the long haul. He has made a promise um, just like that um, with Abraham, you know, he wanted Abraham to sacrifice his son. He wanted him to use him instead of um, a lamb or a ram or a goat or whatever. And then, you know, it it showed up in the bushes and he didn't have to sacrifice his son. But God went all the way. He gave us his son. 
And, you know, Jesus died on a cross and shed his blood. He was the sacrifice. He was yep. the, covenant, the promise that we can have eternal life because God loves us so much. He sent his only son, you know, John, John three sixteen has always, is probably one of the first verses I memorized as a kid is always yes. one of my favorite verses. And even still to this day, I probably don't talk about it enough, but you know, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him shall have everlasting life. Um, and that, because God made a covenant with us and like, we were the ones that screwed up. We're the ones who mess up, but he is, he is, he's paying the price for us by his son. Um, he came and that to me, that is love. And uh, when we were talking about this covenant, I was uh, talking about several, well, like in his, 30s now he's 33 but when he was I think a junior or senior in high school our church did a play um and in part of the it was a Christmas play but in part of the play it showed uh Jesus uh dragging a cross up the middle of the church to be hung and you know he was beaten and my son played Jesus you know, and I was standing in the back of the church because I was like directing people in and like I was the backstage person, I guess, whatever sure. people were doing their job. So I was in the back of the church, but I could still see it all. But to see two grown, huge men, even though they were fake, beating my son and hanging him on a cross, like I stood there and wept thinking, I, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love, because I could I could not have stood back. And watch someone really like it tore me up just watching the fake. Yes. Um, wow. Knowing that God loved me enough that like he turned the other way and he let my son, he let his Blake, his Laura, his Sherry, you know, he let his child where his children, he let his Jesus, his child, like um, die on a cross for all the rest of us, for the rest of his you know, siblings, he gave up one kid and that, that, that type of love. Mm. Yeah. I, I love people, but, and I, but I don't know if I could do that. I don't know if I could sacrifice one of my children. I don't, I don't know if I have that kind of love for the world. Man. Yeah. That love that we see written throughout scripture, written throughout history. We don't always think of it, um, you know, it's it's really easy to say, oh, Jesus loves me. Jesus is my BFF. But to, to think about really what he went through mm-hmm. as loving us in order to like say, I'm choosing to go through the hard parts of life. I'm choosing to, um, you know, submit to the Lord or not even submit, I guess, but just I'm choosing to put um, this greater purpose above my own needs. Mm-hmm. I'm choosing to say that. Um, not my will be done, but yours. And like, we don't, we don't really see many examples of love like that to this day. So being able to see um, that love played out through Jesus's life on earth is so, so beautiful, man. And actually it makes me think of, um, this is one of my favorite verses of all time. And especially when I think about who I am in Christ and what he has done for me, um, I'm going to read you from Romans 8:38. So this is um, Paul speaking here. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, 
nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Yeah. Nothing can separate us from him, not even when we mess up, not when, um, when we don't know the right thing and don't choose to do it. Um, not even, it, this says, right, not things of this world or things not of this world. And I just think that's so beautiful to realize that if we know that we, we can't do anything to lose that love, yeah. can't be separated from God's love. No, we can't because his promises, you know, the Bible says are yes and amen. Like he does not go back on his promises. Just like we talked about, uh, was it week one when we talked about the rainbow, um, that you have hanging up and, you know, his promises and he, he keeps his promises for us. Um, his love for us Mm -hmm. is that great. It's that strong that no matter what we do, he is always there for us. He's always loving us. And he made the ultimate sacrifice for us, you know? you know, we no longer have to act. Cause I don't know if I could have like killed those animals all the time and gave those sacrifices. <laughs> like, I don't know if I could have lived in that time period, um, <laughs> but like Jesus came and he took that. So like, we don't, we don't have to do that anymore. We don't have to make those uh, blood sacrifices to God to, um, for our sins because Jesus, he paid it all. He paid for every single one of us. And that's, mm-hmm. that's a love that is, um, it's, it's indescribable. Um, mm. you know, and now when we think about that love that Jesus showed us, uh, what do you think it looks like, um, Sherry to show and reflect that love in our lives now? You know, one of pineapple principles things is, you know, loving like Jesus, you know, and, um, the great commandment is, you know, um, uh, we should love the, uh, you know, love one another is, uh, Christ loved us. He wants us to show that love to others. And, um, and I know sometimes it's hard, but we, um, you know, first we love the Lord with all our heart and soul is what that great commandment says. And then we, um, you know, love our neighbors as ourselves. And, um, one, sometimes that's, that is hard to do is to people are, people are people, as my husband says, and, you know, (laughs) and they're just, they're just people, you know, they're not, they're not God. They're not perfect. Um, we're we're all just people, you know, human beings, just people out there trying to do the very best we can. And sometimes there's people who are not, that are really hard to love. Um, but, um, I think we have to know that that is our great commandment. That is why we are here on this earth is, and once we accept Christ as our savior, we, that's our job is just to love people, love people like Jesus did. Like he loved everybody that, you know, the sinners, the tax collectors, the, the broken, um, the people who messed up, you know, that, that sinned, he had dinner with them. He loved on them. And I think that's it, you know, that, um, we have to, um, show that love to others, no matter what they've done, you know, um, love is, um, we talk about the fruit of the spirits and we talk about love is, you know, patient and kind. And, um, I think that's the big thing is just being patient because like I said, people are people and they're going to mess up. And I have to remind myself that a lot. Um, and just being kind, being kind to people. Um, and even when people are not being kind to you, you just gotta, um, love them back, you know, just gotta love the ones that are hard to love and just be kind to them. And sometimes it's, um, 
difficult, but it can be done. It can be done. It's just loving on people. Yeah. Yep. And just being kind, like you said, like that can be one of the easiest ways to show love to someone in a way that they don't, might not often see that from other people. You know, it's uh, treat others as you want to be treated. Like you wouldn't want somebody talking mean to you or um, ignoring you or um, hitting you or, you know, uh, cussing you out or mm-hmm. excluding you from something. And so that's what I think we just have to remember is we always want to treat others how we would want to be treated. Yeah, absolutely. And thinking about like how you had mentioned in Matthew, um, where uh, Matthew 22, mm-hmm. where we're given the the greatest commandment, right? Um, and thinking about loving God I like to think about these kind of in, in terms of like three loves, right? It says, love the Lord your God with everything. <laughs> and it says, love your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. And so there are three loves in there, right? Love God, love your neighbor, and love yourself. Yeah. Love yourself isn't as, you know, doesn't come as to mind as much because it's already implied that we're doing that. Jesus didn't have to command anyone, hey, go out and love yourself because we, we already live like we do love ourselves most of the time. Um, And so even just thinking about how can we live in that love, how can we love God, love others, and love ourselves? And I'm thinking about um, when it comes to loving God, I think sometimes we can make it a little weird and like, you know, you know, feel a little uncomfortable about that. And thinking about, it helps me if I just think about, well, what do we do for someone when we love them? You know, we're looking for ways to serve them. We are seeking out ways to provide for their needs. We are sitting with them in their pain. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe we're encouraging them when they feel bad or reminding them of truth and thinking about how we can do those things with God too, because he is a God who um, loves us and provides for our needs and sits with us in our pain. Mm-hmm. And just being able to um, kind of how we had mentioned earlier, look to God, look to God for our peace, for our hope, for our joy, um, and being able to spend time with him is kind of that number one way we can do that, right? Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And I think the more time we spend with him and the more we come to realize how much he does love us and um, how much he cares for us, it makes it so much easier to love on other people. Yes. Like it just comes out of your pores. Like you just can't help but to to love on other people because you're so excited about that love that he has for you and what he's done for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And what a great message to be thinking about, right? As we're heading into Christmas, mm-hmm. a time when a lot of people maybe um, are excited to love. And then beyond that, when maybe people aren't as excited to love or aren't as excited to share and that joy and the hope and even just thinking how can we be those who look ahead, who live out his love here and now um, at, through the example of Christ and look forward to what comes next. Yep. Yep. You're, you're so right. It's, and there's a lot of people that this isn't a joyful, happy time of the year for them, but some people are um, really struggle yep. with the holiday season. And so being able to, you know, show that love to those people who, are grumpy or um, being mean or um, even being secluded um, is so very important. Um, You know, you can 
leave a, you don't, like, you could just send a, a text, you know, I'm thinking about you. I, I love you. I'm praying for you to a friend, you know, that's struggling right now or to a family member, or um, if you see someone at school, which some of you may be like already out of school this week, I don't know how everybody's winter break falls, but even just tucking a note in somebody's, we're back to talking about lockers, tucking a note yeah. in locker or um, asking them to sit with you at lunch. Um, those are just simple ways, you know, come sit with me, come hang out with me. Hey, do you want to, um, go to McDonald's? You want to walk to like, whatever's by you, McDonald's, Dairy Queen, Wendy's, you want to go get a, like, let me treat you to a frosty, you know, you know, just show that kind of love it. You don't have to be throwing scripture at them. Um, you can just, it's the simple things, you know, like a cup of coffee or an ice cream or, um, a frosty, whatever, just, you know, just show that, that you care in the simple ways and just sit with them, just be with them. You know, I always say, you don't, people don't want crazy Christians just throwing scripture at them, telling them what they need to do. You know, um, our actions speak louder than our words. So just throwing words at them of things that they really don't understand, or they don't want to hear, that's not going to show them how you love them and how Christ loves them. It's in how you treat them and how you, how you sit with them. And I'm really hearing in your, like, being able to look to others and say, hey, like, you belong. You are a part of, you know, you are a creation of God and you can be part of his family. And let me show you that loving kindness. Let me show you that belongingness, like by simple things, like what, what you said, being able to treat someone to an ice cream or just, you know, compliment them on something that, you know, maybe it's not someone you would normally talk to or whatever, but just being able to foster that action, like that action of loving and starting simple. You don't have to make it a grand gesture for it to be meaningful. Mm-hmm. Just and and sometimes it's hard because there is that one person that nobody wants to sit with at lunch. But you know, um, be a leader, be a leader of love, and say, "Hey guys, let's invite her to sit with us." Or, "Hey, you know, I'm going to sit with her today because she she needs a friend." Like, you know, just let that love lead you to um, step out in boldness and um, be an example to your other friends that you know. Love can go a long way and kind kindness. And that's what love is, is, is kindness. So, yeah. Yep. 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 Definitely share, share a little extra love, especially, you know, if you're already out of school, when you go back, make it a point to say, Hey, I am going to sit with a girl that nobody wants to sit with, or I'm going to invite her to sit with us. Or, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, um, invite, the person who doesn't seem like they have any friends to go with us to hang out wherever you guys hang out after school. Um, just, you know, show some love, include people, be kind. Be kind. I love that. I love that. And um, I want to share this verse with you, Sherry, because it's something that helps me focus on love and um, is something that I just pray most mornings before I get out of bed. Um, And I had mentioned this earlier in our series, if you've been with us. So in Psalm 143, one of my favorites. So I'm going to read y'all verse eight. It says, let me hear in the morning of your steadfast love for in you, I trust make me know the way I should go for to you. I lift up my soul. Amen. That, that would be a great, yeah. Prayer every morning. Yes. I love that. I love that. So as we um, 
close out today, I just want to say, you know, this is our last podcast of the season. We will, um, we're going to take a little break and we'll see you guys back, uh, in February. So we're taking January off. We're taking a little sabbatical, but I hope that all of you have an amazing holiday season. God um, blesses you and your families greatly and that you just know that, uh, and that you have the hope and the peace and the joy and the love that the baby Jesus brought when he came and that the, those things that expecting the love that, um, God has for you and then his second coming that he is coming back and that that just makes you have even more hope and peace and joy knowing what um, Jesus did for you and what he's going to do for us. And just um, always to help us to love people um, when they fail to see you, help us to help people see you and us and to recognize that you are here with us and, um, and just to give other people courage and to give other people joy and hope and peace. So Merry Christmas, y'all. Merry Christmas. We hope today's show encouraged you and gave you a few aha moments. Most importantly, have you digging deeper into your relationship with Jesus. Make sure to check out the show notes for any scriptures or books we mentioned. If you love the podcast, please share it with a friend or on Instagram and even tag us. We would love for you to leave a rating where you listen to podcasts. It helps others to find us. We would also love to know who our listeners are, and you can do that by finding us on Instagram or our website, pineappleprinciple.org. Until next time, keep your armor on, own your crown, and love like Jesus.